and see Hello. All right, I didn't expect to see you here today. Oh, you know me, I love a good burning. Yeah, well, me too. I've brought, brought the wife and the children along. Have you got the um programme? Uh, I didn't actually want to pay for the programme, but... Who are they doing? Uh, it's Joan today. Of? Uh, have you heard of her? Joan of Arc, she's known as. Joan of Arc, that's her, is it? I thought she'd be bigger. No, no, she's only a little thing. She's tiny, isn't she? Yeah, she's not gonna... up there on the top of that pyre. She's not going to take very long at all, is she? No, that's why I'm glad we're going to get her money's worth being up front, really. If you're at the back, couldn't be much to see. Is there anyone else on the card? Not I know of. Uh, not today, there's no support act. See, so you brought your marshmallows. Yeah, I've got a really long stick, so I'm going to try and uh, do some toasting as uh, as Joan sort of buys it. Oh, oh, here he comes. Here comes Tommy Torch. Uh-oh, he's going in with the torch. Oh, this is the best bit. Come on, kids, look. He makes me laugh, this guy. Look at the little walk he does. <laughs> he's comedy gold, honestly. He really is. Oh, and we're off. We're off. Oh, come on. Kids, come, come, come in front of me. Make sure you can see this. Oh, toasty. Toasty, toasty, toasty. Oh, look at that. The flame's just starting to lick round her toes now. She's saying something. What? Is she? Is she? I can't make... What's she saying? I can't quite see. She's she's calling for a period of reflection. Period of reflection? What does she mean by that? I don't know. Oh, hang on. She's still talking. There's... She's, she says that she won the argument. Oh, that's nice. God, you know what these heretics are like. Oh, I know. They ruin it for everyone, don't they? Deluded. And scene. Ho, ho, ho! Who's the next little boy or girl who'd like to come and sit next to Santa? Hello, Santa. Hello, and what's your name? My name's Marcus. Hello, Marcus. And have you been a good boy this year? My daddy says I'm not to answer personal questions. Oh, but I'm Santa. You can talk to me. I refer you to my previous answer. Oh, okay then, Marcus. Well, what would you like for Christmas? I'd like Brexit, please. Oh, you'd like Brexit? Well, I don't think I can easily wrap that up in wrapping paper for you. But it's what I'd really like. And why would you like Brexit, Marcus? I want to take back control of our borders. Where did you get ideas like that? My daddy says we've got to keep out all the dirty foreigners. Oh, that's not a very nice thing to say, Marcus. And just think, Sand has lots of presents to deliver all around the world. And if it wasn't for the free movement of the Schengen area, Santa wouldn't be able to deliver all the presents to all the little boys and girls in France and Germany and Italy and the Netherlands and all of the other European countries. My daddy says I shouldn't care about those people and we're not even in Schengen. Oh, no, we're not, Marcus. But you should always care about other people. And besides, if it wasn't for the free movement of goods, how would Santa get through the customs checks at Dover? I'd be delayed getting into England and wouldn't be able to give you your presents. My daddy says that's rubbish and you just have to leave a little bit earlier and plan your journey better. (laughs) Marcus, Marcus, Marcus. I have a whole world to get around. It's not just as simple as planning a journey or leaving a little earlier if I left earlier it wouldn't be Christmas would it? Well why don't you just make it Christmas in Britain that's the only place that really matters Okay Marcus well maybe this year I can start in Britain to make sure I get you your presents on time And I'd like Brexit Uh, I'll I'll 
I'll do what I can. Would you, would you like to pick a present out of my sack? Not particularly. I really like Brexit. Well, I'll do my best, Chewbacca, so when you wake up on Christmas Day, you'll have to see if Brexit's under the tree. And if not, you can come look for me on Boxing Day. Where will you be? I'll be back at the North Pole with Mrs Claus and all of the elves, having a well-deserved rest. For how long? 365 days, Marcus. Hmm, OK. Run along now. Merry Christmas! Ho, ho, ho! Jesus Christ, I forget any more of these bigoted little shits coming through my door. Oh, 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 hello, little girl. And what would you like for Christmas? I'd like you to bring back public hangings, please. And scene. Enter. Mein Führer, mein Führer, I bring bad news from the front. Yes? The Russians, they are advancing on Orlis Berlin. They have advanced and destroyed the Reichstag. Destroyed? Yes, mein Führer. The Allies are advancing from the Western Front and the Russians are taking Berlin. Our last line of defense has fallen. We have about 13 minutes to get you out of the bunker to safety. I think now is it time to call for a period of reflection. But a period of reflection? I, 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 forgive me, mein Führer. I don't think you understand the seriousness of the situation. The, the Russians are bombing... 30 feet above our head, we must get you out now while there's still time. Yes, and I would love nothing more than me to have a knee-jerk reaction to this. I think a period of reflection is called for. But, but my Führer, you are, you are our Führer. You, you are the saviour of the Third Reich. We must get you to safety right now. You realise I have won the arguments. Welcome to In Our Time Nativity Special. Today we're going to discuss the history of the Nativity play through time and memorial and the significance that it has in the Anglo-Christian calendar. Joining us today is Derek Fithram, the visiting professor of the University of Leicester, and joining him as well is Arnold Padwell, the Doctor of Historical Theatre from Trent. Over to you, Derek. Thank you. Now, I think we can all appreciate the cultural and historical significance of the story of the Nativity. Very much and a the story. It's had, thank you Arnold, the impact it has had not only on the Christian world, but on the world as a whole, as it forms a very important part of what is commonly regarded and appreciated as the greatest story ever told. Debatable. Uh, and, uh, so which part of what I just said is debatable, Arnold? Oh, I'm allowed to speak now, am I? Yes, of course. Thank you. Sorry, I thought you were just... I mean, the greatest story ever told could be Harry Potter. It could be Star Wars. It could be many other stories. Stories being, by their nature, fictional. Stories are not told about historical fact. Stories are a fabrication. Stories are an entertainment. Are you this arrogant deliberately, Arnold, or do you have to try? I mean, subjectiveness comes into the quality of anything. There's no such thing as good music, good art, good literature. It is all subjective. I have not created the epithet of the greatest story ever told. That has been been produced by many scholars down the years. The Bible is often referred to as the gospel 
truth and as the greatest story ever told. You're aware that two wrongs don't make a right. Just because somebody in history has referred to something as the greatest story ever told, which was in their opinion, to constantly repeat it ad infinitum in a rather boring, tedious and laborious way does not make it any more true. Hence, you are talking rubbish as always. Are you debating the cultural and historical significance of the story of the nativity? I am debating the fact that you have called it the greatest story ever told. I do That's, not think it is the greatest story ever told. I didn't come up with that, Arnold. I just referred to that as, as, as a tag that has been often used before. I am de- saying that the story of the nativity is of great historical and of cultural relevance to the Christian world and the, to the world as a whole. Please correct me on either of those two points. Well, I mean, it's, it's quite obvious that you haven't actually got a very sound argument. You just keep repeating the same point. So, and you, don't, I, so you don't think it's culturally significant, the story of the nativity? I think it is an interesting fable, and nothing more and nothing less. So, so, so the Queen, as the head of the Church of England, as the defender of the faith... Oh, I thought you'd bring the Queen into it. Of course I bring the Queen into it. She is the defender of the faith. You do not see the story of the nativity having any cultural significance in this country and many others around the world. There are, many are you that arrogant, Arnold? There are many people in this country who do not follow a Christian faith. So, yes, are you saying in short, that- Arnold is that arrogant. The story of the nativity tells us of the birth of our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ, the Son of God who died for our sins on the cross. A story of such sophistication and depth and knowledge that it is presented by children dressed up as donkeys. That's a very low point to take. The fact that lots of schools Children. Lots of schools Unformed do nativity minds. plays with children. Yes, Church of England schools. Schools that are taught about the Bible. Do you think that's a bad thing? Children shouldn't be taught the stories of the Bible. I think it's a bad thing to make a child dress up as a donkey. What about you? Well, I may be blind, Donald, but I have a good authority that these days they dress up in onesies. They don't have two kids put together in a crap suit anymore, walking on stage awkwardly. And this is how we present the greatest story ever told. Yes, we have children... Children delivering a heartfelt story from their innocent mouths about the greatest story ever told, about the birth of Christ, about our Saviour, celebrating the very essence of what is Christmas and goodwill to all men. What is your problem with that, Arnold? Please tell me. It just sounds frankly pathetic. Pathetic? How dare you? You know I'm a man of the cloth. I know you spend a lot of time on your knees. That is very low, Arnold. Those people have been removed from Twitter, and I'm bringing in the Mosley Amendment, and I have the right to be forgotten. There is no evidence about that cottaging incident whatsoever at all. Well, if we're going to get all technical about it, and I think people ought to Google that. Your name, cottaging, and see what comes up. How dare you? That's a very high and mighty stance for you to take, which is ironic, given you're in a bloody wheelchair, Arnold. Well, that's charming, isn't it? I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing. As a fellow academic, look at me. Fellow, don't you dare put me in the same category as you, Arnold. You're a bloody scumbag. You're a lowlife. All you do is sit there nitpicking other people's hard-fought work. I'll tell you one thing I don't do. My leather patches are on my elbows. Yours are on your knees. I came straight from the garden. How dare you read anything naughty into that? I came from the garden while I was tending the clematis straight here to the studio to debate with filth like you about the goodness of Christianity. 
Oh, just honestly, you're so... You're so pious. You are so pious. How lovely you've pulled yourself away from whoever you were doing and whatever you were doing to come here today. I was telling the perennials. I've never heard it called that before. You arrogant little bastard, Arnold. You sit there in your wheelchair thinking you can nitpick. This is the story of the nativity of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Who the fuck do you think you are well that's charming isn't it i hope that children aren't listening to this you're so concerned about children dressing up as donkeys with this fable i hope they're not tuning in today to hear you with your gutter mouth you filthy queer well i think we'll have to wrap it up there our two old sparring partners having a lively and uh fruity debate there um, which I think has brought some enlightenment to all of us from in our time I just want to wish everyone out there a very happy Christmas and scene good evening and welcome to the news at nine o'clock our headlines tonight following the sinking of the General Belgrano and the hoisting once again of the Union Jack flag over Port Stanley on the Falkland Islands, General Galtieri has stated that he did indeed win the argument and has called for a period of national reflection. And see.